listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation, and perhaps discover your own understory. Hello, my name is Kendra. Before I get started, I want to thank you for tuning in and going on this adventure to Makokata Cave State Park with me. I am currently an undergraduate student with a major in wildlife education and a minor in captive wildlife. The park is located in Jackson County, Iowa, for those who might be interested in visiting that location after the story. Let me start from the beginning. Starting my second year of college, my class was asked to do the typical introductions. Introduce yourself and state one fun thing you did over the summer. One of my classmates said she visited a state park in Iowa where you could explore cave systems individually, meaning without a guide. I was immediately intrigued because cave systems fascinate me and the only other one I've been to is Cave of the Mounds. For those of you who haven't been there, Cave of the Mounds hosts guided tours through the cave system where you can see a stunning array of colorful crystal formations on paved lighted walkways. I just knew I had to go experience these new formations. Fast forward to the following June, me and my friend Hunter decided to take the plunge. We made a campsite reservation at their campground and ventured over. Up until now, I've painted this trip to be like a perfect, beautiful picture, right? Well, it didn't quite go the way as planned. First, it was outdoors in nature. There are forces in nature that are out of our control as humans. Now, back to the story. We approach the town that the park is in in the evening time. We decided to stop for pizza before heading to our campsite. Once to our campsite, we decide that it's best to set up our tent and just hang out in our campsite for the night as it was going to be getting dark pretty soon. After enjoying some popcorn popped over the fire, we both agreed that it's time to hit the hay in preparation for the next day's activities. Shortly after resting our heads on our pillows, we hear a distant rumble. Oh no, a thunderstorm is headed our way. We should have expected this because we did travel during the tail end of the spring season. We were safe for the night, though, as our tent had a rain fly. We weren't prepared for what happened the next day. We woke up the next morning to the birds singing their morning songs 
and the beautiful sunlight dappling down through the trees onto the canopy on the tent. The forest smelled damp yet refreshed from the previous night's showers. What a beautiful experience to wake up to, I thought to myself. I look over to Hunter in anticipation of the hike that we were going to do to get to the caves that day, but first we needed to eat breakfast. We got out of the tent and were immediately bombarded with mosquitoes. They were swarming every square inch of skin that was bare, and because we were both wearing tank tops and shorts, it was most of our arms, legs, and faces. We decided that it would be the best idea to eat in the car to enjoy the first meal of the day. In the car, we also mapped out our journey through the different cave systems, as each cave had a separate above-ground opening along the trails. We figured that the mosquitoes wouldn't bother us as much because the forest around the trails by the caves was clearer than the forest surrounding the campsites. Boy, were we wrong. We first thought we were in the clear because we weren't being attacked by the mosquitoes on our walk down the road towards the trails. Well, that's just it. We were both moving and out of the forest that we quickly had to re-enter to find the trails. We stopped at the head of the trail to take out the map for navigation and immediately were covered in the mosquitoes' presence again. We doused ourselves in the bug spray that we brought, but it was no match to their wrath. We shortly figured out that the only way to escape them was to keep moving. The first cave we visited was the one that is most frequented by visitors because it is the only one that you can go through while standing upright. It is called the Dance Hall. Now, we didn't do much research on this park before taking this journey, so we didn't know what to expect. Looking back now, I wish we had. We needed waterproof shoes, which was stated on the park's website as a recommendation to bring, and I will tell you why. While walking through this cave, there was a walking path to one side and a flowing creek to the other. About halfway through, we realized that because of the storm the previous night, the water level had risen to flood the pathway in an inch or two of water. That was no match to our tennis shoes we were wearing. We decided to backtrack and enjoy the first part of the cave, walk around to the exit, and enjoy the second part of the cave, all while avoiding the flooded section. I'm happy that we did go back to the exit because the cave was around 20 feet tall, hence the name Dance Hall. It was definitely something that was worth experiencing. But, because we were near the exit, we were once again attacked by the vicious mosquitoes. We quickly decided to move on to the next caves. We decided to move on to the ice cave next after talking to some other visitors because it was their favorite. After a 10 minute walk, we finally reached the cave. This one you had to crawl into. From what the other visitors were telling us, you have to crawl in about 10 to 15 feet 
where it will open up into a bigger room where you couldn't quite stand up, but you could definitely sit up at least. Crawling in made us realize we wished we would have brought knee pads, yet another thing we should have looked into. But it was definitely worth getting dirty knees for the sites that we saw next. At first glance, it was your typical rock cave, but upon closer inspection with our headlamps, little icicles hung from the ceiling. We hadn't noticed in our struggle to get in that the temperature had dropped significantly to the point where we could see our breath. The fa this fact was astonishing because it was around 70 degrees outside, yet there were little icicles glimmering on the inside. After looking around a little bit more, we realized that all the walls were also coated in a thin layer of ice, which gave it an iridescent look when shining your light on it. It was one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. We stayed there for probably around 10 minutes before we decided we were too cold and needed to exit to warm up. Even after being eaten by mosquitoes, the experience in that cave is something I will never forget. After leaving the ice cave, we decided to hike along the trails in the park and see what other caves we could find. All the other ones were ones you had to crawl through completely and we decided that with us being inexperienced cave-goers, it would be best to admire them from the outside. We hiked all the trails to explore the external sites of the caves. Of course, all while continuously moving because of the mosquitoes. That sums up my trip to Makokata Cave State Park. Looking back on this experience, I am truly glad I went and experienced the things that I did. I also learned some things from the trip as well. Knowing what I know now as a natural resource student, I would have approached this trip differently. First, I would know that spring is a very damp season. I would expect that anything outdoors off trail would require some extra steps like waterproof shoes. Next, I would know that springtime is a very big time for mosquitoes, especially after it rains. Knowing these two facts, I would either prepare myself better by bringing the equipment or wait until further into the summer when it doesn't rain as much. But even then, nature is unpredictable. Lastly, I would investigate the sport of caving and what exactly it entails. You don't have to be an expert to go caving, but I wish I would have investigated the essentials or a how-to for beginners article. That way, I would have known to buy knee pads or bring long pants. So, for all of you listeners out there, if you go to do a new outdoor activity that might need some prior planning, please do it. It could save you a lot of hassle on the spot if you prep beforehand and make your experience even more pleasurable. I'm not saying I would take anything back from my experience, but I do wish I had researched beforehand. Lastly, there are forces in nature that we as humans cannot control, and that's okay. 
That is what makes nature wonderful. Thank you again for tuning into my adventure with me, and have a great day. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.